Hello and welcome to the third episode of Can You Keep a Secret podcast, musings between Candace and Matt across the miles. This was recorded on June 3rd, 2017, and we hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Can You Keep a Secret with Candace and Matt. Uh, I'm uh, broadcasting from Texas. And, uh, and I'm in Maryland. Yep. So we're just uh, going to talk about a few things. And <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, our first category, we have it kind of broken down into categories. Um, our first category uh, is kind of our gay news topic. Uh, and there were a few things that happened in gay news Uh Candace, what was your favorite or only good news or only gay news of the week? The only gay news I have, well, happy gay pride month, of course. Yes. Um, happy gay pride. Well, yeah, it's wonderful. So it's the, uh, that Trump did not recognize our month. Did you notice that? Oh yeah. But Ivanka got trashed when she tried to. Right. Well, exactly. I think it's like national... <clears throat> Hiccup down the street month or something. I know he it's nothing. He recognized a bunch of shit, but he didn't recognize yeah, a bunch of exactly a bunch of total shit, but he didn't recognize the game. I uh, that was my only game news. Go ahead. Uh, I thought guess? there were a few interesting uh, gay things that happened this week. Actually, the um, one thing that happened was uh, when was that? Yesterday or the day before? Did you see the Google Doodle? I saw the Google Doodle and I did not click on it. Yeah, it was uh, recognizing um, Gilbert Baker, who was the maker of the gay flag. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, then another thing that I thought was cool was uh, the state of Illinois uh, mm-hmm. actually passed a law that bans gay panic as a uh, murder defense. Oh, wow. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, well, you think? No. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> I might have wanted to use that. <laughs> Note to self: no killing of people in Illinois. Okay, and the, the <laughs> while I'm in a gay panic, no gay panic. The, twink, the Twinkie defense still works there, though, probably. Well, probably yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. The only other th- interesting thing. Uh, kind of gay related that I read this week was uh, the whole Margaret Court scandal kind of controversy. Oh, uh-huh. So... The lady with the big neck. Is that what she is? She is to me. Have you seen her <laughs> neck? <laughs> it scared me a lot. I, I, I didn't notice her neck. I just... She looks kind of old and wrinkly, but I didn't really... I was just focused on the evil in her eyes. I didn't see the neck. Well, next time you look at her, you're going to be like, Dan, how come I didn't notice her neck? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what made her a good tennis player though maybe i don't know maybe i don't know <laughs> trying to imagine uh remember the heydays of like tennis well maybe you you're not a lesbian so maybe it wasn't as big a deal for you but i remember when every sunday you were at somebody's house watching martina play billy jean when she was still playing i mean and the chrissy everett thing oh my god it was amazing and then it wasn't as good anymore. Then the Williams sisters came and it was good, but they're not lesbian, but they're still hot. So, but you know what I mean? It was like an event. Do you, did that, did that happen in your life? 
No, I was probably out in the field picking some kind of fruit. <laughs> There's so many things that can be misconstrued or construed from that statement. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, okay, go back to your so- story of the mean lady from Australia. Oh, yeah, with yeah. The so large neck. With that. I, um, sorry, sorry. I'm not, I'll let her neck go. I'll let I, her neck go. <laughs> Maybe you need to grab her neck because it seems like that's what she needs, actually. But um, the whole there's a court named after her that they they use for the Australian Open, uh, and so there's been some controversy of you know people boycotting the the Grand Slam tournament in Australia because of her uh, horrible, nasty, awful, mean comments. Right. But I thought that was that whole thing was interesting. Martina Navratilova wrote an open letter, uh, and then there was this whole thing about how Margaret Court said she's being bullied. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, and then she had that thing where she's not going to fly on Qantas. Whatever, Airlines. fuck you, bitch. Qantas, yeah. Qantas will live without you. Yeah, true. And fuck you, lady. But I also did <laughs> immediately think of. Well, according to Rain Man, that's like the most safe airline ever. Do you remember that from the movie Rain Man? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. You know me in movies. But yeah, <laughs> Rain Man, Dustin Hoffman's, you know, being Rain Manny. He's like, I only fly Qantas. <laughs> and his brother's like, fucking Qantas doesn't fly from Iowa to LA or whatever. <laughs> And so that popped into my head right away. I was like, well, bitch, you ain't going to be safe, are you? <laughs> Obscure movie references. Yeah, yeah, I know. Again, <laughs> I tend to not be a very good lesbian. So <laughs> when my first thought is not of the persecution of my people, but more of <laughs> obscure Rain Man quotes. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> but you were a good lesbian back in the eighties when Christina Everett and uh... I was. I was. What happened? I, was. I don't know. What uh, I got married, like lesbian married, before you could really get married. Oh, when you were fifteen. That's right. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> my wife is that lady. No, that's so bad. <laughs> I wasn't 15. I was 21. But yeah, yeah. I guess. I don't know. You know, when you... Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. I was totally worried about who I was going to hook up with the next minute. And then I got fell in love. We took the U-Haul. I moved. I never left. (laughs) 26 years later in September, we're still together. (laughs) And being total major dorks. (laughs) <laughs> that's the key america anybody that's listening you make it in a relationship if you're major dorks together <laughs> i used to thought uh, i thought i used to think that the key to a good relationship was being able to do the pants oh well there is that <laughs> that's totally true that's true i'm gonna want to give away carol and i's retirement book deal <laughs> <laughs> But then I had a partner that could do the pants, and that didn't really work out for us. And the pants he could do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll save the explanation for what it means to do the pants for the, what is it, like, unedited director's cut podcast that you could order at 1-800. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 oh, 
you want to save your relationship, you better learn how to do the pants. That's right. That's right, America. <laughs> can you do the pants? My dad can do the pants, and they've been together for 48 years. My dad could probably do the pants. I just don't want to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> oh, gosh. So... <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, well, so this isn't really gay news, but one of the things we did today was Carol and I volunteered for... Sounds, sounds gay, like gay, gay news. It was. It's got a gay news. Because it was for the Gay Pride Parade here in Frederick, raising money for that, and we made fresh squeezed lemonade. Wow. I know. Which really means I didn't make anything. <laughs> I ran the cash register. <laughs> and Carol made the lemonade. <laughs> oh, man. And what was even more hilarious was right away I put on the apron. <laughs> and Carol's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't want to make the lemonade. <laughs> when it said, like, volunteer to pass out lemonade, I thought I would be passing a, you know, cup of lemonade to somebody. Not actually like squeezing the lemons and there was like a whole <laughs> recipe and like shaking it and everything. And the lady's like, okay, on this station you can shake it and on this station you can squeeze it. And I was like, is this some sort of sexual, like, are you harassing me? That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay. And, they, and then she said, or you can run the register. And I was like, I'll run the register. <laughs> so the first guy comes up, this older gentleman, he orders a large lemonade, $5. No, sorry. Oh, yeah. This I didn't tell Carol, but it was $5, and for some reason, I charged him only 3 He wasn't cute or anything. I just kind of got nervous and <laughs> realized after, so I probably should give them $2 back. But anyway, so then I still didn't realize, so what do I do? I get all excited. He gives me 20 I got it, and it's only $3, so I'm like going to count change back, right? Because nobody counts change back these days, right? Right. So I'm so excited. I'm like, you know. Four, five, ten, fifteen, and twenty. <laughs> Are you retarded? <laughs> no, but I can't have your change back. <laughs> and then after they made that, I was like, oh shit. I only charged them three, it was five. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it was a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. I was so excited to count change back. And I wanted him to be impressed. Who's going to count change back when it's five, three fives? That's boring. But adding in the ones, it was like, I felt like he could see how intelligent I was. <laughs> so anyway, so we did that for a couple hours, and then we got relieved, and then... It was for an arts festival, and so then we walked around, and we ended up buying bracelets, passport wallets, what else? <laughs> like, all kinds of stuff. Pickles on sticks. That was very exciting. And vodka from a <laughs> distillery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're carrying our odal away, which is like stuff in Kiowa. We're carrying our odal away to the car. I'm like, I thought this was a volunteering event. We probably spent $200. <laughs> 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 Pickles and vodka. Yeah. Well, I saw a sign. We're walking. Carol sees an antique store, right? So she's like, oh, I'm going to go. So we go in there. And I just not into antiquing. I try to be. And then when I see something, I think, oh, my God, I've always wanted a Mohawk gasoline tin <laughs> sign. 
And so I literally was totally thrilled about that. So I go rushing over to the little section where it's at, $195. Are you high, Clary? I am not paying $195 for some old sign. Shoot. (laughs) Even though you really wanted it. I did. I'll get my real Mohawk relative to make me a paper sign. $2. (laughs) And I'll frame it and shit. (laughs) I'll show you, white man. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I don't understand the pricing situation. So, was it like a was anyway, it like so, a barter situation where you could have offered like fifty bucks and then they would have brought down the price or I don't know. It did sort of look like a bazaar. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I think maybe because there was a couple of the there was it was a large space. There was a couple of the things that had the little tag and it said firm. So I guess you couldn't barter on those things. Well you could try. Yeah, I guess she was like, how firm is it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, as we were walking in there, I see down this little driveway uh, a little food truck type thing, and it says pickles. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, we're going back over there. <laughs> so then when we leave, the girl's like, you know, let's go. And I'm like, okay, let's go back this way. She's like, we've already been that way. I said, remember the pickles. <laughs> and so then we go down to get the pickle. And then as we're going down, we're like, hey, what's that? And Carol's like, hey, it's a distillery, which I got there's a few here in Frederick that we haven't been to any of them. So I went in there and did some tastings of their liqueurs and bought some vodka. Cool. Yeah. And then came back out and bought a pickle on a stick and some dilly beans, which everybody seemed to know what they were. So I had to ask some man, which I guess they're like pickled green what beans. The f- so I, bought some I don't of those. even know what the fuck dilly beans are. I don't either. But in Maryland, it's very popular, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's so interesting, regional stuff. But we had a good time and then came home. That sounds good. And I don't know if this is more political or entertainment. I kind of feel like it's political. I kind of feel like it's political. The whole uh, Kathy Griffin, Griffith, Griffin situation. Yeah, I think... I mean, this is where I get to say what I think. I just jumped right in. I think that CNN was irritated with her for something else because they way too quickly got rid of her. That's what I think was going on. And I've seen her on that uh, New Year's Eve thing with Anderson Cooper, and she's pretty, she's out there. Like, yeah, sometimes it's really funny, and sometimes I'm like, whoa, even for me, you've crossed the line. So, and it's not on cable. It's on, well, I guess CNN is cable. But so I think there was something else going on there. No, I agree. And she and she lost she lost a lot of endorsements and all that stuff, which, you know, I'm not I'm not disappointed that she lost them. Uh, You you know, it's America. We have the right to say things that we want to say or do things that we want to do with free speech and the First Amendment. Right. But then you have to accept the repercussions of the things that you do. So that's correct. Yeah. Like just. You know, not that I want to open... Well, that's part of what we're doing here is opening cans of worms. But, like, personally, I have a big problem with burning the flag. But I also am a major supporter of the fact that you can burn the flag because this is America. Right. So, <clears throat> I do. I think that it was one of those types of situations. And... Uh, I think we probably feel similarly about the flag, actually. I, I, I mean... Uh, 
And she had to have known that it was going to be not accepted very well. I know there's been a lot of these things that have come out on Facebook saying, well, if you, you know, were fine with this, and what about when they put Obama and lynching type pictures or, you know, dolls up or whatever? Uh, people will do what they want to do. But, you know, I think that this, you know, the thing is negative publicity is publicity. And so I think she's probably going to come out of this looking better than she has before. Yeah. I don't, let's, I'll say this. I don't support her any more or less than I did before she did it. But I do think that right. you get, as you said earlier, you get the consequences of whatever decisions you try to do and to do. So. Correct. Such as Bill O'Reilly and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Now, do I think that the Trumps are families out to get her? I, I don't know about that. I mean. No, that's ridiculous. That's 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 just stupid. Yeah. Okay. Think I, the other thing that I the other thing that I have done for a political topic is uh, Kofifi. <laughs> the Kofifi stuff cracked me up all week. Oh my god, it was so good. Then I kind of thought, okay, America, let it go. But then I was like, nah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> well, it would be funny if he wasn't our fucking president. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, what about his minions? And then Spicer comes out saying like, oh, it's real. It's a real thing, and only his real friends know it. <laughs> and then oh my God, the whole press so room just laughed at him. <laughs> you fucking moron. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, I saw some pretty uh, creative things all week but with, tied to Kofifi. <laughs> SpongeBob characters, all kinds of stuff. It's like, wow. Uh, I missed being on Facebook. Yeah, on that shot you did, really. There was all kinds of stuff. The thing is, is really, you know, autocorrect is a nemesis to all of us. It is. But why would it autocorrect a cone fifi? A cone fifi? (laughs) That's not really a common autocorrect. Except for if he totally spells that wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to worry about it, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, coverage. Brad, bad press coverage. See, yeah, it's not even close. Who knows, man? He's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. Now it's time for Candace and I to do a pro-con debate. Um, Candace does not know the topic. I do not. But she has chosen to be a pro on the, uh, the topic at hand. And so the topic is, and Candace is going to go first. The topic is Prince was a better musician than Freddie Mercury. Am I going? You're going first. Okay. I mean, this is awesome because hell yeah, please. There, I hit the album amount of tracks that were recorded by Prince is umpteen more than Freddie Mercury. Okay, Freddie Mercury was gay, and I feel really connected to that. But Prince was probably bisexual. Let's be honest. And if he wasn't, he should have been. And, oh, my God, the man. It's amazing. I, I, in fact, I have a Spotify playlist that I listen to all the time. And I still can't make it through the whole thing because there's so many tracks that it's just his versatility from pop, funk, jazz, blues, country, love songs i mean it's it's outstanding it's spectacular and the his the his talent what instrument couldn't he play 
and sexy sexy motherfucker i mean okay freddie mercury was cute but he had let's be honest there was the teeth thing maybe i mean you know for a gay guy <laughs> maybe it was good i don't know but prince was a sexy motherfucker and really that's all i, I, just I think if you thing. actually go back to listen to what freddie mercury did there's it's undoubtedly wrong to say that prince is a better musician just because freddie mercury's life was cut so short and he didn't have the ability to create as much music he didn't live to 50 to take painkillers to kill himself uh he got killed uh by aids uh, which is a sad thing but honestly if you if you go back to the 70s and you listen to the music that he created it is amazing and people are still listening to it today and it has the uh, it has longevity, uh, whereas a, a lot of princess songs are just like popcorn. I mean, you just eat them and throw them away. I mean, honestly, come on. Everybody can listen to Raspberry Beret like, over and over. Sign of the but Times. You never, when Doves Cry. You never, Diamonds okay, and Pearls. You, you and me Get is off. not everybody. <laughs> you and me is not... Well, I love that one. I love Darling Nicky as well. But... Uh, they don't play uh, Darling Corvette. They don't play Darling Nikki at an Astros game. What you hear is "We Are the Champions." That's so overplayed. What one song? It's, pl- it's played because it's good. They don't play Fat Bottom Girls, but I love that song though. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> that is my life mantra song. But anyway, <laughs> you know I've tried to defend Freddie Mercury. I just can't do it anymore. Okay, sorry. Prince is obviously better. Way. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> my Lord. I say that next week, or the next time we do a podcast, you choose... That was a pretty uh, good topic, though. The, you choose the pro-con category, and I will... Okay. I will go into it not knowing what to say. I stopped before it did. Wah, wah. Uh, yeah, no, that was good. I like that. I like that a lot. I, did actually, you, I, really I, like, I really like Freddie Mercury. I like them both. I, I love them both, but uh, my other topic was was uh, the Space Needle in Seattle is taller than the CN t- Tower in Toronto. Yeah, I like the Freddie Mercury one better. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't even. I don't even know. What I don't. I don't even. You you know they both have like the Space Needle things. Right, right, right. But I don't like. What, how would we debate that? Well, we have to make shit up. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. I was going to exactly. say fake news when you were talking about Freddie Mercury. Then you brought up the AIDS thing. I was like, oof. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not fake news. Yeah, not fake news. Way sad. Way sad. I didn't know about that he was that. Had to, I actually need to read up on him. Does he have a biography? Oh, that's a good question. I didn't I'm know sure about somebody the is... thing. Painkiller thing. Oh, Prince. Oh, I thought I got confused. I thought you were saying that about Freddie Mercury. No, no, no. Prince had the painkiller thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got that. Is that about Chris Cornell, Soundgarden. Uh, I, you know, I'm not really a big Soundgarden fan, so I didn't really. It didn't hit me that hard. It wasn't like Whitney Houston. Yeah, I think it was like for straight people. It was sad, but I wasn't like, oh my god, when. George Michael died. Oof. That was a hot mess. I know. Yeah. That was a hot mess, too. So, I did, yeah. But I did like Chris Cornell. It was sad. I like Soundgarden. 
great. Alexis, <laughs> Alexis acting strange. Sorry. So the the next. <laughs> oh yeah, that? great. Thanks, Alexa. And on my <laughs> podcast, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to everything. She everything. Does. She does. Suck my titty, Alexa. <laughs> Sorry, I said it wrong. Alexa, suck my titty. <laughs> hmm, I don't know that. <laughs> hmm, I don't know that. You lie, bitch. It was last night. <laughs> you loved she's me playing, hard. <laughs> she's play, playing all innocent now. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-huh, yeah. She's in a gay panic. Good thing it's not Iowa or wherever the hell. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So keep going. All right. Well, the next category is uh, your favorite news of the week. Do you have some favorite news? Well, you know, nowadays it's hard to come up with favorite news. I don't really have any favorite news. What? I, 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 I looked. I looked and you were going to ask me. I have a lot of bad news. All right, so I have a, a few things that I wrote down for favorite news. Okay. Um, uh, the first one is that Ireland elected its first gay prime minister. That's right. Duh. I knew that one. That's a good one. I knew that. It's not a quiz, Candace. It is. God damn it. He's quizzing me, America. He's quizzing me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my second favorite piece of of news was uh we talked about macron last week right yes but i love how he totally trolled trump in his speech yeah that was pretty good i mean that was good, <laughs> that was really good. and he, he said it in english he said make our planet great again after trump pulled out of the, the, the Paris Accord. fucking trump man <clears throat> he said he was gonna do it though i mean well he did he did yeah uh, I have one more piece of favorite news, and then we'll move on to the worst news because the Paris Climate Agreement pulling out was the worst news I heard. But that was the worst news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, my uh, my other piece of favorite news was that um, Bloomberg, who uh, what are you what are you doing over Sorry. there? What Sorry. You, you... <laughs> I need to be better prepared because I've been reading all this new <laughs> shit to try and be like in the know on our podcast. <laughs> And I just, I don't have to carry on a piece of paper or something. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll let you say Bloom, the Bloomberg news. Bloomberg's going to pay for all the shit, like $15 million of the climate change shit in Paris. So there you go. Right? See, I knew about it. Yeah. He's that's, gonna, uh, that's pretty awesome. He's going to make up with uh, for Trump's ineptitude. You know, okay, on the worst news topic, what pissed me off about that whole thing was then how he turned around and said, oh, but I'd like to renegotiate it. Fuck you. But then I loved that Merkel and Macron, and I don't know the Italian guy, came out and said, uh, nope, not renegotiate. No, sh- you cannot renegotiate. So Fuck that. There's There were two countries that were not in the, uh, the uh, Paris Agreement, and they were... Um, what was it? it was some one civil war fucked up Syria and Nicaragua because they said it wasn't restricted enough. Right. And so and now we're with that group. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks Trump fucking idiot. Oh my god. <clears throat> Every time he talks I'm just disgusted. I can't even watch him anymore. I don't know. I try to and then his lips do something and he looked better in, Cra- in Kathy Griffith's hand. Oh, I didn't say that. 
he did. Oh my god, our podcast is never gonna have any uh, <laughs> we're sponsors. N- <laughs> we're, we're gonna lose our one follower. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. Thanks for listening. <laughs> it was good to have you. We that love you. Good. You were along for the ride till now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, the Paris Accord was the worst news, except for it's very. I'm gonna be. I'm very interested to see how this Jared Kushner thing plays out. The the what thing plays out? The Jared Kushner thing that he's the main. Or one of the main people that they're investigating with the Russia. Oh, right. We'll see. Yeah. I like how everybody talks about how he's never spoken. Nobody knows what he talks like. Did I tell you about... He may have a voice like this. He probably does. (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you I heard uh, the thing about him and um, his computer stuff? The Mac stuff? No. Did I tell you about that? No. So right after they were... It was announced that they were going to be his special advisors or whatever, or whatever they are, him and his wife. I heard a thing on NPR talking about a guy that used to work for him. And I can't remember who exactly the guy is. I'm sure I could find it online. But anyway, what the guy said was that this was his example of exactly what type of guy Jared Kushner is. And so that when he went to work for this company, they gave him Jared Kushner's old computer. And it was a desktop, desktop Mac. And so he's like, okay, cool, you know, great. Loved it, was ready to work on it, use it. Turns it on, and it's got Windows on it. And so he calls the IT guy, and he's like, hey, what's the deal with this? You know, it's a Mac, but it's got Windows. And he said, oh, well, Jared likes the way all the Mac products look, but he only likes Windows operating system. So what the fuck? You paid... Two, three, four thousand dollars. I don't know how much. We'll just say four thousand to be more dramatic. Dollars for basically a monitor, and it's not even it. Like what the fuck? I'm not sure. I like where this this conversation is going. Oh, because you're a Windows guy. No, because I I have a Mac at work and I run Windows Windows on it. Why? Well, that's not the point. The point but maybe is you do it because of your job, that, right? You're comparing me to Jared Kushner, and I don't like it. Well, you're both cute. (laughs) Okay, you win. (laughs) Whatever happens, he's a snappy dresser. (laughs) Well, anyway, I just, you know, I think you probably, well, I'm going to pretend that you do it for work, even if you don't. No, (laughs) I I have to run Windows for work, but I really do like the Mac. Right, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we'll see what happens. All right. So, how was your weekend, Candace? Oh, it was amazing. What'd you do? I went to my family reunion. Oh, how was that? For the Native American side. <laughs> the how was Kiowa that? tribe. It was awesome. It was really good. They had the most people that they've had, which is about 105, 110 people. And um, stayed with my mom and dad, and my sister was there, and we had a really nice visit. And it was different than the powwow. And, oh, Nancy, I guess, told mom that you guys should have come anyway, even though it was for family. (laughs) (laughs) Nancy wants to be in our posse here. I don't know what she's like. Oh, I love Nancy. And uh, it was just great. I mean, there's so many different walks of life with my family. You know, you got 
you know, a guy that works for Sundance and to, I mean, all kinds of people. A guy that works for a winery in France. Oh, see, I thought this was going to be a um, family reunion for your dad's side. No, it was for the Kiowas. Oh, that's cool. That That yeah, is cool. for the Soodles. So, um, the Saturday night, they always have, like, just a really small dinner and play games. And then... Do they give out rations? <laughs> no, no, no. But <laughs> you can, like, donate. Like, for instance, one part of the family donated the meat for the main meal in honor of their brother who passed away last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So different things like that. And uh, for next year, another part of the family put is donating the meat to honor his son graduating and then his daughter from getting his bachelor's and then his daughter getting accepted to do her master's at OU. Wait, wait, wait. Was that Navy guy there? The Navy guy. Yeah, the one with the big ass. No, I don't think he's a suitor. <laughs> oh. See, I probably wouldn't have had a good time then. Well, no, there's some cute guys there, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> now you do go over there. Each of my male cousins are going to be like, is he looking at my ass? My ass? My ass? <laughs> He's looking at all y'all's asses. <laughs> right? You got to take in the scenery when you come around. <laughs> That's right. So, so the, the situation is, I got, I, I mean, I spent a lot of time with one of my cousins and uh, he was teaching me all kinds of stuff about the family and different Kiowa words. And Ethan, did you meet Ethan? Is he, he's the guy with the big ass? No. And it's not uh, Freddie. You met Freddie, right? It's not Freddie. I did meet Freddie. Yeah, I did meet Freddie. Um, anyway, he told me some really neat stuff. So there was four brothers, and they would have been in white way. My mom's great, great, great grandfather. Is that right? Yeah. No. Uh, my mom's two greats, so my three greats grandfather. And so the the white man, military, whatever, took four brothers. And then I didn't figure out this part, so that's one thing I got to learn. And then that's when they named them. They there, and his name was Soodle. There was Ahedi and there was two others. And so they're brothers, but then they divided them into four different families, if you will. So that's another reason why we're, you know, related to the whole damn tribe. <laughs> it's a small <laughs> tribe. And then from there, then there was my mom's great-grandfather, so my double great, Henry Soodle, and then his son, James Henry. And then that's where the nine, they always say the nine, which was nine brothers and sisters. So my... In white way, my grandfather, my mom's dad, had nine brothers and sisters. <clears throat> so anyway, so from all of those nine fam- brothers and sisters is where the family reunion started. So is there, um, is there another? Is there more branches of Kiowa than just your? Did just go to the um, powwow? Yes. Yeah, that's why there's the guy, the Navy guy with his butt. Who knows what part of family he's from? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So there's all kinds of different names. So yeah, that's are why. There, are there one. are there Kiowas that are more concentrated in other parts of the country, or is it just mainly in Oklahoma? No, it's mainly in Oklahoma. Wow, you guys. I mean, are it's small. only eleven thousand people in our tribe. 
So it's a pretty small tribe. Well, okay, that's 11,000 that are on the Kiowa roll. And then say, like, for instance, Kara's sister, well, Kara's son wouldn't be able to be on the Kiowa roll. Why not? Because Kara and Shannon are half. No, they're a quarter, I guess. So then their kids are an eighth, and it, you can only be a quarter or more. Oh. Wow, it's really getting diluted. Yeah, so we voted in recently to have it go down to an eighth, but it hasn't taken effect yet. So eventually they will be. Which other tribes like Cherokees and different tribes, that's what they do. So you you have you can you only have to trace your lineage back to the original role, if you will. And so that's why their tribes are larger. They have more money for education and support of the tribal members, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I believe in that. Because I, I don't feel like I have any right to tell someone they're more they're more or less Indian. You know, you're you're not enough Indian. You're more Indian. It doesn't make any sense. You know, it makes me sad because it, I mean, the Kiowas have a distinct language, and how many people speak Kiowa? You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because not very many, and they have Kiowa uh, speaking, you know, courses there that they teach. And Carnegie, Grandma Joyce teaches it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to take that course or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so she's trying to single-handedly make that language go out. Yeah. See, I could take <laughs> ordinary differential equations. I could take the craziest physics in the world. I can. I am a nuclear engineer, but I ain't learning from Grandma Joyce. <laughs> I'm scared as shit. <laughs> as you should be. Yeah. Oh my god. Hoo wee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe they need to find. Maybe Nancy could teach Kiowa. I don't think she speaks Kiowa. She knows a lot of words, but I've never heard her speak it. Oh dang! Because okay, I mean, when, so, when, somebody less intimidating than Grandma Joyce. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. But okay, when I took those people from my work to tour the Native American Museum, Smithsonian, here in D.C., they took them up to the treaties floor, and I was all irritated because I'm thinking, there's so many floors and so many different Native tribes that this is the floor you take them to? But then afterwards, they were all excited because they learned stuff. But one of the things that a lot of them didn't realize was that up until the mid, uh, like mid-60s, they were still taking people and putting them into boarding schools and still trying to take their language away and cutting their hair and all that jazz. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my, my whole, everybody from my grandfather on down went to Indian school. So, it's not that long ago. It's not that long ago. In fact, I'm reading a book called The Killers, The Flower Moon, Killers of the Flower Moon, and it's about the Osage Nation, which Carol's uncle by marriage is Osage well he passed away this past summer but they're rich like crazy rich because and I I really like this thing about you what about it no 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 that you're getting in touch with your Native American side I think that's awesome I'm sorry continue with the story my mom's excited too but anyway (laughs) so it's a really cool book my relatives (laughs) recommended it it's cool because I'm learning, but then it's not cool because it's sad. Because, uh, I mean, they basically these Osage Indians, 
got put on this land in Oklahoma that has like one of the largest oil reserves. They're crazy rich. This was like in the 20s. And then they started being murdered and killed because they wanted to take their oil land and get the rights to that land. Uh, and the things that pisses me off, that's, that's okay, obviously that's irritating and, and sad. But they had to have people that were executors, if you will, of their own money. So they could be rich and they own all this stuff, but they'd still have to go to a white man and say, hey, can I get, a, you know, a hundred bucks to go, whatever, buy something. Because they were, they deemed it, guess what, based on how much Indian blood you had. So since I'm half, if I was Osage, I might have been able to control my own money. But if you were 100% native, then you weren't smart enough, you were savage. I mean, it tells you, this book is like, it's good, but it's freaking making me mad. So, not gay panic bad, but maybe native panic mad. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, My mom, um, I mean, this is kind of an aside but kind of in a similar vein my mom had a uh, social studies book from my grandpa when when he was from high school Mm -hmm. Um, and if you read uh, she opened up the pages and she showed me what they were teaching and that it actually said uh, that black people were slow and that they were lazy and it's hard to get them to do any work. And I was like, and she was laughing at it. And I'm like, Mom, this is not funny. This is what they were teaching people. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's sad. <clears throat> it's really sad. But then on the flip side, that's why for me, I get so excited when I see like my family members. Like I was telling you all the different of my cousins, but in Kiowa Way, they're my brothers and sisters that are doing all these amazing things. And, going on to graduate school. I mean, it's not, school's not everything, you know, I mean, that's part of it, but then just being successful, you know, they're happy, they have, having all their children, I mean, and it was just, it was a really awesome atmosphere. It was just so special. My cousin came from uh, Washington State with her three children and her husband, and I mean, it was, it was a really good time. So our plan was to go, is to go every other year and then in the off years, go to the powwow. So we'll see. Because then now they're saying that maybe the California Kiowas, Nikki and Kara, might come next year. So we might change it and go to the family reunion. Oh, cool. Instead of the powwow. So. My weekend was uh, pretty interesting. Um, yeah. In that. Uh, so we had. Uh, we booked our flight. It was on one of those little fucking express jets, whatever. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and so we got, like, I rushed from work to get to the oh, airport. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I made Ru- I'm, I made Rudy Park in the airport terminal oh, because wow. I was like, we're only going to be gone for three days. It's going to be $1,000, but that's okay because we got to get this flight. And so we run in, and we only have an hour and a half before our flight leaves. And you're, like, <laughs> getting your tickets, checking your bag, or did you do carry-on? Uh, we checked a bag, but it was, I mean, that was fucked up as well because we went, we parked our car. Okay. So we were flying out of terminal a, Mm -hmm. uh, so we park at terminal a and I don't, it's been a while since you've been in in the Bush airport, but we go into terminal a, we're flying United. Mm -hmm. We had to check a bag. There's no United stand in terminal a. What? 
No United stands. So United owns like C, B, and E, but there's no United stand in A. So after we after we're spending a thousand dollars to park, then uh, we have to go down and get on the little Shuttle. subway thingy, yeah, and go to Terminal B to check our bag to go back to A. <clears throat> to go back to A, yes. Oh my god. So then uh, we go back. We check our bag. We're going through security, and this lady's like, "Oh, hello!" And I'm like, "Oh, hi!" <laughs> and she's like, "I never thought I'd see my doctor at the airport." So my my, <laughs> my patient is like talking to us, and Rudy's like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "I can't tell you." <laughs> but then Rudy gets a bag searched, and then I get a bag searched, and I'm like, "I've never had a fucking bag search. What the fuck are you doing?" I thought you guys were pre anyway. We are. We're, we're TSA. Project. I didn't know they could bag search pre. What the fuck? Why be pre? Oh my god! I was like so annoyed by the whole thing because I was like, oh, saw my patient. We're in Terminal B. You need to be in Terminal A. And now you're going through my fucking things, like putting that strip thing and then putting in the machine. I don't even know what you're doing. Like, what does that do? That's a speaker from my fucking iPod. <laughs> Hello. <clears throat> So, anyways, we get all our shit together. We go over to Terminal A. We're there. We have time to drink two beers. That's so, not bad. well, yeah. Well, so we, we get down. We we sit, we sit down. We eat. We have two beers, and I'm like, okay, it's time to go. So we go over, and then there's a delay. Okay. I'm like, Rudy, there's a delay. He's like, what are we? What? I'm like, should we go drink more beer? And I was like. No, maybe not. Let's just wait at the gate. So, it turns out that there's something fucked up with the hydraulic system, and oh. we have to wait. So, we wait for three hours to get on the plane. So, we're already taking a late flight, so we're supposed to get into Indiana at 10.30. We wait for three hours to get on the plane. They load us on the plane. They tell us they're ready. And they're like, oh, no, the gauge isn't working. We have to bring out this technician. We need some more nitrogen and whatever fucking gauge they think. So they uh, they say, just hold on. And so we wait two and a half more hours. Oh, my God. On the tarmac. And they're, uh, well, we're in the plane. We're not, like, separated from the gate. We're in the plane. And there is this fucking obnoxious woman. Oh, my God. This this blonde lady who is just like going on and on and on. She's like, how did and she's crying and then she yells at people and then crying and then she yells at people. I'm like, oh my god, this can't be real. So then she gets off the plane and then like a half an hour we half an hour later we leave. So we we only had a six hour delay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. And then. And then we land in Indiana, and it's four a.m. And it's like, and the the rental car place closed at one. <laughs> okay, we we're fucked. Oh my god, what did you do? <laughs> Take an Uber. So we <laughs> took an Uber for two hours. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, we um, so we got we got our luggage, which came out in like three minutes, uh, and then because they were tired was, too. Right. All, and then fuck we you. Take your luggage. <laughs> We went down to the rental car area and all the desks, not just we rented for thrifty, but all the desks. There was no one there. I mean, no one. So then I was everybody's like, what do we do? I'm like, well, let's go outside and get a car. 
<laughs> they have and a lot so then, of those things. They have that on some of them. Yeah. It's, so then we walked across, and there's no one. There's one guy like running back and forth across the rental car garage. He helps somebody with a rental car. And then he comes over. He's like, okay, I'll get you in a second. So then we got a rental car. We drove two hours to my parents' house. And I'm like, well, we were going to go to my brother's house first because no one was supposed to know that we were there, right? right? Because it's a surprise. So we go to my... um, I'm like, well, my dad's going to be up. We might as well just stop by my parents' house. Yeah. So then uh, we, we stop by mom and dad's house and... Dad's truck is gone. And I'm like, well, let me just check if it's open. I can go in and see if anybody's awake. It's like 6.30 in my morning. My mom is not in a morning person. So I walk up to the back door. I open it. It's open. And the light's on. I'm like, oh, let's see who's up. So I go in and I go around the corner. And my mom is sitting at the table, the, the dining room table, with her head in her hand. And she's taking her blood pressure. And she has a robe on, but she has it off of her uh off of her left arm so all i'm getting is mom's head left arm and side boob i was gonna say is her boobie showing (laughs) i'm like oh my gosh did you walk back out (laughs) no i said surprise (laughs) oh my god what did she do (laughs) she's like what and she kind, of, she kind of turns around. She's like, you came in on me when I'm taking my blood pressure. And then she, she puts her boob back in a robe. And she gets, she gets, she's like, I didn't know you were coming this weekend. I'm like, yeah, it was a surprise. She's like, oh. And I I'm like, wanted to see your boob, mom. Right? <laughs> it's been a little while. I have no remember what it's like. <laughs> but yes, so then, uh, you know, the whole weekend was actually pretty good. That's good. Um, we did have a two hour delay coming back. But Again? Other than, <laughs> yes, well, it was Indy 500 weekend. Oh, yeah. And the weather was fucked up. And we. That damn Japanese we got, one. Did you hear about that? Uh, well, yeah, of course. How? Who cares what color you are? You're a fast race car driver, motherfucker. Who cares? Oh, my God. People are too much. In fact, I would think that a person of Asian descent would probably be better because you got to be light in those cars. <laughs> uh, I think that's very stereotypical. Oh, I don't sorry, know what sorry. you're Okay, about. well, it wasn't Yao Ming. I think it was da- Japanese. I, th- <laughs> I think... Da- <laughs> I think Danica, Danica Patrick's pretty light. Yeah. But she hasn't won one, has she? Or did she? No. What she went, she won something. I think she might have. Not Indy 500, but I think she won an Indy race. I'm not sure. She's hot, though. Shoot. She can race my car. <laughs> uh. So, so at the... <laughs> At the graduation, which is the whole reason we went to Indiana, I'm looking around and I'm like, "Hey, there's such and such. There's such and such. No way. And there's such and there. It's like all. Well, I, there were seven people in for my graduating class that had kids. That there. were, well, they had kids or they knew somebody who had kids or whatever. Oh, okay. But my old girlfriend. Uh, Jennifer was there, and so I got to talk to her, which was really nice. And she was like. Why'd you get on Facebook? I'm like, oh, I just can take it. She's like, yeah, it could be a bit much. And then I was like, yeah. And I was like, you should friend me through Rudy. So I'm <laughs> pimping. <out. laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm pimping out Rudy's Facebook You and Carol. Page. That's exactly what Carol does. That's why sometimes I'll be like, you know, random people will ask to be my friend. And I have to ask her. Because one time I didn't, I was like, oh, hell no, I don't know you. And Carol's like, oh, so-and-so's going to friend you. I'm like, great. <laughs> I just told him no. <laughs> so now I have to, uh, ooh, which this is a good story. So that happened to me a few weeks ago. About like maybe a week and a half before the family reunion, I got a friend request. And so I went to Carol and I said, hey, do you know this person? She's like, no. And I was just getting ready to like say no, delete the request or whatever it is. And my mom messaged me and says, oh, somebody's going to give you a friend request. Her name, I won't say her name just in case. Um, But anyway, it turns out it was. (sighs) So, you know, my parent, my mom and their her family and and the situation where they were all put up for adoption yes yeah so there was a daughter that was put up that was a baby baby and the hot mess and stuff is just too much but anyway so she was put up for adoption she was adopted out and then she ended up having a baby when she was like the first year of college but didn't tell anybody and the people that I guess adopted her were some sort of Baptist preachers. Of course, this is typical, right? And then when she got pregnant, they were ashamed of her and ashamed that she had had a baby from an African-American guy. And so they made her put it up for adoption and they lied to her and told her that it was a boy so that they could, if she ever went to look for the child, then she would really not be able to find it. Turns out it was a girl. And then she ended up finding us through Facebook and came to the family reunion. I know that is, that is uh, I I don't know what to I say. know like there's too many hot mess things but at the same time I got to meet her and so no that's really I mean I, it's very cool that she found you guys yeah I mean that that's cool I mean I just hate fucking Baptists I know and when she was telling us the story and telling well turns out her husband even though he graduated from Texas A and M you know how I feel about that. He, him and I <laughs> were talking a lot. He likes Star Wars. And so I was showing him like my Stephen Paul Judd Star Wars stuff. And so we were really talking. So he ended up telling me quite a bit of it while she was visiting with my mom. And uh, I don't know, like I literally, I've never felt like this in my life because you know I like gossip. But I really at some point was like, I can't, you got to talk, you got to stop with the stories. I can't do it anymore. Let's meet again, maybe in six months, a year, and you can start again. Because I can't, I can't, my brain cannot take all of this in. Because here you're meeting somebody that is your relative, and you've never known them, and then the stories just kept getting more and more. So, I don't know, man. It makes you thankful. Like, no matter what happens, and I get in arguments or whatever with my family, not even really arguments, but you know what I mean. Family's family, but then they're still my family. They're still my mom and dad. Right, 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 right. I still, like, I kept thinking when she was talking, like, she never got to meet my grandpa. You know, she never got to meet my, meet my grandma Mary, you know? Right. And I get, I just, that was the first time in my life I felt really thankful. Like, I never really thought about it. It was just something that happened. I knew my grandparents. I knew both my grandparents on both sides of the family, you know? Yeah, so did I. So. I'm oh, but I have a question. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of along the same vein, actually. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna try to do this in a way that 
that doesn't point out any particular person. Okay. But, um, so I went home this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, I have a brother and sister and we're, you know, we're pretty close, whatever. Uh, but if, if one of the siblings Mm -hmm. was dating a person who said some pretty, pretty, well, for me, it was pretty offensive, like racist things. Mm Like, like, is that something that I should get involved in or do I just like back off and, mm. and say that's okay? Um, well, oh gosh, you know, I know that I would probably just back off because you don't live around there. If you lived around there and you saw more, that might be something, but my experience has been that people don't listen. No, you're right you about know. that. I've told people in the past, don't get be with that person, don't marry that person, and then it backfired on me. No, no, no. I, I've been there as well. I've been there as well. But the only thing a, is, is, this person that is saying racist stuff, does your sibling know that they're like that? They were in the room when they oh. said and And they looked, you know, they looked visibly uncomfortable with what was said. I mean, everyone around the table looked visibly uncomfortable with what was said. But, I mean, I guess that's all I need to do is just sit back and let it roll. Yeah, I think, remember a few weeks ago I had that situation at my job, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now I look back on the situation and I think I want to be, and I believe that we all should be, and maybe this is good that this happened to you. Better prepared to react in the moment. And not to yell or anything, but to call people out. Because all, all of these quote-unquote closet racists are now able to feel empowered because of our idiot president. That they can say stuff to people. So now instead of the people saying, like, just sitting back, like I, kind of, I said a little bit, but I really didn't say anything. I felt a, much more things inside. I need to be better prepared to stand up and say something right then. Now, and I agree with you. Uh, it's just that this person was totally trashed. I mean, beyond reckoning, trashed. And so uh, maybe it's something they wouldn't have said if they weren't like crazy trashed. I hate that argument. But, I really do. But I do too. And I think the truth comes out though when you're like I do too. I when, totally when you're do. like that and I don't I just don't know how to deal with it. It's just Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't know how to deal with the lady, and I'm not saying that I will definitely deal with a different lady or a different man better, but I want to try to be better prepared to stand up for myself. Because I think that if I stand up for myself in that situation, my situation more than yours, because drunk people drunk people. That person probably said what they truly feel, but you can't talk to a drunk people. No, I couldn't have talked to this person. Yeah. It's like catching a crackhead. You can't catch no crackhead. You ain't talking to no drunk person. Now when they're sober. No. Yeah. God, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. It's so weird. There's so many weird things that are happening nowadays because of... And then the fact that people don't think there are... Ugh. I just hope that people get out and vote. Me too. Like, common sense people that see, like, 
ridiculity for what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do have one last topic on my my topic list. Okay. Um, I actually added a category. It's called TV slash movie talk. Okay. And I'm uh, extremely excited. Uh, we're going to go see Wonder Woman tomorrow. Are you? Carol and I can't decide if we want to see it or not. Oh, you have to see it. Are you kidding me? A woman superhero? What are you doing? Hello? Well, that's the only reason we want to go see it. Because then the whole, like, we She's feel like. She's so fucking hot, too. To I mean, come on. Empower women. and You know what I mean? Like that. We want to support that. But. Oh, did you read anything about the the men that were, like, pissed off? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's God. another reason why we want to go. Anyways. So the only thing that I have written down for the TV movie talk category is Shameless. Okay, so I am... <clears throat> How far are you? I'm definitely into the fourth season. I'm on season five, episode nine. I can't remember exactly where I am. But I I made it to where um, the sister... Suddenly I can't Fiona? Everybody's name. Fiona. And then Liam got into the coke. <gasps> oh my god, that yeah. heart, that broke my heart. I couldn't even that believe was, it. Yeah, and then now... This, it's I just started the next episode where they're kind of dealing with the repercussions and I don't know I find that was finally when I got to the point where I was like I can't I'm not sure if I can take much more of this it was similar to like the conversation with my newfound cousin his husband <laughs> was like I can't take it anymore man and I feel like that was shameless it's like god damn and then you know what else is making me sad maybe I'm just hormonal no, it's not. I was trying to think of the dates. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, this, this is a good week now. Because <laughs> so, I feel really bad for like Debbie, the character Debbie, because you can see, and I'm sure they do it on purpose, but you could see where she could have and could still be like a good girl, like somebody that could be successful. But now she's going down the path of she's either going to get pregnant at like 15 or she's going to jail. And Carol's like, well, that's how it is. That's how their life is. And that's how people's lives are. And I don't know. I, you know, I'm, you know me. I always want to save people. I have that one or two friends that nobody should be friends with, but I'm friends with them and then <laughs> trying to save them. And yeah, I don't even know why I get involved. <sighs> I always have that one. Yeah. Yeah. I got one ear and the Washington, D.C. area. <laughs> Great. I know. I always have one. And I don't even mean to have one. I just feel bad. I, I feel... Uh. Well, Fiona goes through a real rough patch. See, yeah. But I'm still I'm still watching it. And how about Ian? Oh, I just... Actually, maybe I got a little bit further because I got to where he's twinking out and then his boyfriend went to get him. And they're kind of... What is going on with him? Like, I don't understand. I guess I keep going, what is going on with him? Like I he, mean, the first season, Mickey was like a total dick, right? Like, he's a badass. Yeah. He's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he loves him now. He does. And maybe he always did. But now he accepts it. So it's it's pretty interesting with that storyline. And, okay, you know what? I'm glad you said this because I, I remember specifically saying, I want to talk to Matt about this on the podcast. What the fuck is with all these old fags wanting to have twinks? It's what not, is with that? It's not real life. Okay. <laughs> well, may, like, wait, wait, wait. Maybe it is. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm kind of an old fag. I kind of want to have. No, twinks. you're not that old. Like 
when, 10 more years, I'll see if you're like, <laughs> go to the park. Get a twink. I'll be like, really? Dude? You said this wasn't real and this is what's happening. <laughs> I mean, how do they even get it up anymore? There must be a lot of Viagra going on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Or is it just the storyline? Probably just the storyline. I mean, I'm really set. Oh, wait. I can't say anything. Okay. Sorry. I almost gave away something that I shouldn't have given away. Okay, yeah, do Don't, don't. No, I don't know. But... We'll go on to another subject. Wait, wait, wait. Before, okay. we, before we go to another subject, let's talk about Veronica and Kevin. I do too, but what is going on with the episode you're watching right now? Oh, are you talking about when they did with the mom? Oh my God, wasn't that fucked up? I was, was like, you can't, even, you can't even, no, 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 up. no. Do not, yeah. do not do this. As soon as she started getting dressed up or whatever, I was like, oh, <laughs> it's on, it's on, it's on. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. That okay, was fucked sorry, up. I just want to get your insight in that. What, what are we going to say? <laughs> uh, I don't even remember. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, now I don't. I don't remember exactly how far. Now I did see where she's gonna keep the baby. Yes. Poor Kevin. <laughs> Poor Kevin. All he wants is a child. First he had the Branch Davidian lady. She left him. The Branch Davidian lady. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's kind of a neat. Sto- it's a, the person who thought of this story is. I kind of want to meet them. <laughs> I do too. It's pretty pretty creative and interesting. Yeah, it really is. Uh, oh, is that uh, the new season of House of Cards is out? So I've been trying to watch that. I haven't started. Did you ever watch that? I haven't started House of Cards. Okay. Maybe I'll start that after I finish Shameless. Be prepared for evil, evil, and totally sexy Robin Wright. Did you did you uh did you watch the get down? I watched the first season. I haven't watched the second season and I heard that it wasn't renewed. Did yeah, I mean they kind of end I watched the second season. It's only like 5 or 6 episodes long and I was oh, like okay. I was like no and I kept trying to push the like next episode. Aww. But I really it, liked the first season. I did too. It was really good. Yeah. So I read somewhere that it didn't have really anything to do with it. It was just that Baz Luhrmann has other things he's got to, he's doing. Right. He went. Uh, there was uh, something about this is what I read. There was something about um, uh, he couldn't do movies while he was doing the series, mm. and he's like, "Well, I'm really kind of a movie person." Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Baz Luhrmann. Uh, I do too. But what about that Jaden? Is that his name? Jaden Smith. What about Jaden Smith? The Will Smith son? I know who Jaden Smith is. Is that his name, though? Yeah. He's a hot mess. What's going on with Jaden Smith? I didn't even know He's this. He's just weird. He's just weird. I saw a thing. Um, it was like on fashion TV or something. And they did an interview where he went to the Met Gala. And he had, like, grill teeth. You know, like that old, like, old dirty bastard thing. Mm-hmm. Like, from, like, the 90s. And then he was carrying around his hair because he had dreads. And cut his hair off, so he was carrying it around. But he didn't really say why. It was weird. I don't he's know. A little weird. I don't know about all that. And then I guess he had some meltdown because he didn't get like 
peanut butter nut pancakes or something. <laughs> I don't know. And so that's that's where I learned about that the get down wasn't renewed. Somebody said in the comments, oh, he's just mad because the get down didn't get renewed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I can't even imagine being in a life like that. No, I grew up in the fields. <laughs> that should be a title of your memoirs. <laughs> 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 I can't even imagine you working like that. That's what's so crazy. Um, I'm going to take that as an insult. <laughs> uh, I don't mean it as an insult, but I, I just can't imagine you working like that. Well, when you have no choices, you do what you do. Well, that's true. How's your brother? He's good. He's good. He's, um, you know, we talked about all that's going on in his life and you know, nothing's changed. He's, he's hotness. <laughs> but it was good. I, like, he totally kept his mouth shut about, you know, us coming home. And I knew he would, but. Excellent. He can keep a secret. Absolutely. <laughs> My sister, uh, she, she, her lack of surprise was palpable. But she's like, I can't believe you didn't say you were coming home. I was so pissed off at you. I was complaining at work all day yesterday. And my Aww. brother doesn't even want to come home to see my only Aww. son graduate from high school. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, Christy. <laughs> Just say you're happy to see me. That's it. That's all we need. <laughs> That's her way, I guess, of saying it. That's... <laughs> Gotta love family. We had a nice visit. I did. I wish Carol could have been there. Everybody asked for her. But I had a nice visit with my mom and dad and Rachel. So I bet Carol would have had a good time with Freddie. Oh, yeah. Everybody asked for her. Rachel was actually, she mentioned to me how she was pretty, I don't know if she, I mean, I, I don't know. She didn't say I was jealous or anything, but she definitely said, oh, wow, I, everybody's asking for Carol. It's like, well, we've been to two powwows. I mean. <laughs> She right. was announced to the tribe as my partner. <laughs> right? I mean, when has your partner been around, Rachel? Hello. Yeah, exactly. She got, she was looking for somebody's glasses or whatever Regina lost, and some random man started talking to her. <laughs> so I guess I always forget there's like one of the stories is that back in the way, way day, the tribe would be set up. Like, say, at the powwow. I think this is what they're referring to. And so each family's teepee that was closer to the powwow grounds was more important. So as you got further out from the teepee, from the, sorry, the, the dance grounds was your importance in the tribe. And so. Wow. So your family was, really sucks. Well, no, this was back in the day. <laughs> okay, not now. <laughs> back in the day. Sorry, the sorry, 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 sorry. Always up at the that front. was an aside. Anyways, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> That's great. They're <laughs> always at the front. So. <laughs> now, you know, now that I know how small the tribe is, I don't know how either people married other Kiwas or related to them. I'm sorry. I'm You're just, very thinking that's funny. I'm just <laughs> cracking myself up over here. I can see that. <laughs> I don't think you can get any farther away from the dance circle than your family. <laughs> this was back in the day. Oh my god! <laughs> Great. We were almost in the creek. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. No, I, I want to be in the front now. I mean, I know you're. I mean, I can see how important. I'm just kidding. Get. I can see how important your family is to the tribe. Honestly, but <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He's dead. <laughs> He's dead to me. <laughs> no more podcast. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, obviously, your grandfather's in the museum and wherever that is. Oh yeah, Washington. Oh yeah, the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian. Did you hear? As a totally side note, side note, that they found a noose at the African American History Museum. What? Yeah. I know, me too. It's kind of, it's weird to go down to D.C. now because, you know, we go as much as we can and every, like, I, the last time I was down there, there was so many Make Your America Great hats and when I got on the plane, actually, there was a whole group of, they look like maybe high school, junior high, high school kids were going to Oklahoma that were touring D.C. and they all had sweatshirts and t-shirts and Make America Great, Trump, Trump. Wait. What? You're going to D.C. next weekend. I am. I am for the ultimate gay pride event. Extravaganza. I I can't wait to hear about it. (laughs) Yeah, we're walking in the pride parade. Then we're going to the equality march. Well, actually, I took off the week. Both Carol and I did. So Tuesday we have a happy hour for the people that plan the parade. Because there's 12 federal agencies that are walking together. We have 250 people so far. Well, no, that's it. We had to close. Because this this is the most people marching in the Pride Parade they've ever had. Right on. Yeah, so they had to close. They had to stop. So we, we had, I guess, more people that wanted to join, and we couldn't. Um, we got T-shirts made, and we're making a sign that says NRC Globe. And... So we're doing that. So then Tuesday we have a happy hour to celebrate that. Then I took off Wednesday to Wednesday. There's a rooftop pool party. We're not 100% sure, but I think we're going to on Thursday. And then Saturday we go get our hotel. We walk in the Pride Parade. We'll probably just go back to the hotel or maybe go eat somewhere. Sunday we, we have to get up kind of early. The We have to be lined up and ready to march for the Equality March at 9. And then after that we're going to the Pride Festival and we bought like the VIP package. So we get beer and wine and and appetizers and a bathroom. <laughs> so you know that's important. Yes. Yeah. And half price liquor drinks. And then it's Miley Cyrus opens and then it's the only other people we want to see are the Pointer Sisters and <gasps> the Pointer yeah. Sisters. There's a bunch of people. They're probably like very well known to other lesbians, but we don't know them. <laughs> and then the closing is DJ Tracy Young. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's doing the sun. She's spinning for the sunset. What do they call it? Sunset. It's not, it has to stop because you know DC. You have to stop everything. Cause right. Can't be too loud. And our friends James and Hugh bought the tickets too, so we're gonna have them. They were so excited, so we're gonna go hang out with them. Very very cool. Yeah. So Carol has more friends. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're excited. 
All right, got all of our gay pride stuff. So, and I got my gay pride Texas flag. Right on. Yeah. So we'll see how far I get. I'll probably get too hot and make Carol wear it. (laughs) (laughs) Two feet. Exactly. Look at my flag. I'm hot. (laughs) (laughs) You know how it goes. Uh, I've known you for a minute. Oh my god! Before uh, the last thing I w- will say or whatever is one of the games we played was bingo at the family reunion, and so each row was like a, a member, a, a, like a leg of the tribe or whatever. I'm sorry, leg of the family. So like my grandfather's name was Holly, so it was like a you call it type game. So it was like Holly Soodle in that row, and then you could name any of his descendants, and so then you had made your bingo card, and so we're getting there, and then you know everybody's sitting around. So I raised my hand, and Rachel's like, "Are you kidding me? You're raising your hand?" I'm like. Well, I have a question. So, <laughs> so, my aunt's like, yes, Candace. I'm like, okay, so what kind of bingo? Is this a straight bingo? Or what are we doing? Like blackout, poster stamp, picture frame? <laughs> and Rachel was like, whoa, you play bingo, I guess. Girl, I know bingo. <laughs> oh, I know bingo. <laughs> yeah, I know bingo. They're like, no, just straight bingo. <laughs> like, all right. Candace, get at least a poster stamp. <laughs> Trying to be all fancy. I know. <laughs> Kite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Kite. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have you guys ever been to that bingo again in a while? Oh, we haven't been in a while. I mean, it's just so crazy up there. It's, it's still busy. Yeah. I mean, the line is uh, 75 people long at oh. 5 o'clock when they open the doors. We made that bingo. We did. Yep. We don't get any proceeds. <clears throat> Fine. <laughs> all right. So I don't have anything else. We've no, covered either. all the stuff yes. I've written. Good talk. Good talk. All right. Yeah. Good talk. Well, until next time. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the White Man and Gay Indian Musings. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again for listening and this is the groovy hip-hop soundtrack by ben sound at bensound.com check him out and he has royalty free music and also if you've listened this long tweet us at at cd secrets and you might win a prize thanks again <laughs>